Hey, you know it's cool. Oh, shit. That's fun. You guys want to watch this guy? Oh, it's too much fun. He's showing me porn now. I don't know why that happened. Oh, this is the scene in Fast Times in Richmond Eye. That's cool. Um, hey, Mitchell, what's up, brother? Thanks for tuning in. Just like everybody. Cat Avocado, what's baby? What's up, baby? Hey, we got some snake oil coming your way. It's been uh, delicious. I, I, I had my fucking uh, thing this morning. I ate like a whole plate of nochi. And then I ate like, sorry, like two uh, veggie burgers. And I was just like, I was set up. Look at this guy right here. Look at this shit. Look at that drum solo. That's badass. It's, 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 it's the last flurry right here. It's real good. Watch this. Oh, yeah. Whoa. That was like, that was like the shit. Whoa. I'm impressed. Feel that? This guy's just a fucking, he is a legend. Did you know about this guy or did you just find yeah, out? Yeah, dude, totally. Lonnie Donegan was one of those guys who played Skiffle. Skiffle was very, that was cool back in the day. You know, oh, Trey's coming. Look at this guy. Oh, shit. Oh, oh yeah. I think he's going to get off in a minute. Yeah. I, honestly, the snake oil is a game changer, as you know. Hopefully, you've been doing well, Kat. Uh, it's not, you're not, you have not been out of my thoughts and my prayers. And I pray for everybody to be doing good. And like feeling good, love and life, you know, it's like the positive vibrations will get you through so many hardships. And, uh, and uh, you know, I just, I'm a, hey, so we're coming to the top of the hour here. I guess we're going into OT. What is this shit? This looks like, is this me? Who is this guy? The eyesores. Oh, shit. Hey, you know, I played with the eyesores for a minute. Yeah, that is metal. You know Metalhead? I've heard about the legend. Yeah, this guy. So I went and they gave, they got me in there to play keyboards one day. I had like two rehearsals. He was one of these, another one of these musicians who doesn't know where the notes are. Like we had talked about where D. And no, dude, like just find D. It's the fifth fret, second string exactly. down from the E, right? Yeah. yeah. Everything could go from there. It doesn't really matter which note you've memorized. You can actually go up and then kind of figure out where the next is when you know the schematics. I have a trivia question for you. Uh, did I ask for one? No, sir. Okay, here we go. Vic Wooten. <laughs> Do you know Vic Wooten is? Vic Wooten. He's one of the best bass players. No, oh, Victor Wooten, yes. yes yeah, he's, Victor a, he's a brother, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. He, um, he was doing a thing on Music Theory. How many keys are there? There's, there's seven, I think. Six or seven. Good it's eight, eight a G. 30. No, there is no, because with the minors and... Damn, you're good. No, I don't think it's... Damn, right. you're no, good, I don't think Roxy. it's 30. Listen, listen, we'll go through it. A, B, C, C sharp, D, uh, E, F, G, and G sharp. There's nine keys. That's it, period. How many uh, keys... You know, there you start at A again, Keys right? don't have a sharp. Yes, they do, actually. How many keys don't have a sharp? All but two. One. What? Which one's that? I forget. C and F don't have a sharp. No, I mean, it's actually B and F. Right. Hey, so now you learned a little bit of something there. Lance Flynn, what's up, baby? 30 keys. Show me your tits. Okay, here you go. There, <laughs> there we go, baby. Uh, there's, my, there's one of my own. Those work. are real. Yeah, no, check that shit out. Okay, there you go. Wait, let me get that shit out of the way. Okay. It looks... Oh, yes. Cheers. Okay, we love you, Kat. Hey, no, you saw my nipple. You got to jump. Hey, Lance, we love you, dude. Uh, could call in sometime. We're gonna, we'll are gonna hook you up maybe the, next week. We have Ron Greco from the band Crime. He's going to come in with Cameron Landers. And we're going to have this guy named Jeff Sin from down in San Jose. He's, a, he's kind of a legend out there. He's an industrial artist. a cool guy. We talked at 5 in the morning. It's in the pop. It's titty pop. Thank you. I, you know what? Now, oh, God. Why did I have to? Lance, you got me going. You always did. I'm the bottom to your top. 
anybody wants to to give Rosie or uh, I I know you know it's like this is a city of brotherly love and we were brother you know you guys really if anybody missed the the vital organs uh, was first start out MC Meat Hook and the Vital Organs then when we he uh, changed to Meat Hook and the Vital Organs I thought that was cool Um, go look on YouTube he's got great stuff before and after. uh, that he, uh, well, I was in a band, you know, it was, it was a great run. We, we kind of just joining of forces and, you know, he was a little more in San Francisco and then he moved over to Oakland, played some skate parks and, and had that whole like local scene going on over there. One of the great artists of San Francisco history. So Lance, Lance brought it and uh, just go check out the videos because I've showed, there's a, um, uh, Kelly's um, girlfriend is uh, making a movie about me. I guess, or about San Francisco. And so basically I showed her the meat hook stuff. Yes, I saw it. And, and basically everybody was like, she was like, oh, damn, this is amazing. It is amazing. You know, it really was just like a spectacle and uh, that, that fuck fest video. And then, you know, Lester Moore, bless, sorry. Hey, I'm just going to give out a little uh, sh- shout out to my, my buddy, Lester Moore, who passed away this year. And I miss you every day, dude. I mean, just that you're not there. I mean, what can I say? I, I, I am just, oh, I'm, I'm speechless. Hey, Lance, thanks for tuning in and checking it out. Hope you're doing good down there in Austin. We're going to be down there soon enough. Checking out there. I'm going to eat a real burger, too. You know, I mean, fuck being a vegan. No. I'm sticking around with all this botany in San Francisco. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to dab my nose there. Hey, I feel a little bit better now. So we're in OT. We're going to do Eyes Like Eyes rehearsal tonight. Like I said, uh, Danny Canope, uh, Bart's been playing keyboards. We got this guy Josh on keyboards as well. And uh, we're going to go drumless tonight, I think. Whoa. Because, you know, just he can't make every rehearsal. But we had a really uh, solid session the other day. And uh, Isaac Geis is going to kick some ass. I'm really excited about the project. Danny was supposed to stop by, but I think he was at his house. And uh, I don't blame him. You know, it's a beautiful day out there. You know, sometimes it's hard to come in here and do it on a really nice day. But um, at the same time, it's just you have to have that fucking passion to do whatever you're doing. And just all else is fucking bullshit. Um, hey Lawrence, thanks for t- tuning in. I appreciate you guys checking out the, the live show here. We're gonna do some more music. Maybe I should play some Meat Hook in the Vital. Hey Lance, what song you want to hear? If you're still there, let me punch something up uh, that you that you would love. I don't know. Let's just put. Hey Kelly, gotta work this thing. Oh, I'll do it. Here we go. Meat Hook in the Vital organs. Can you punch this up while, while I'm bullshitting? Thanks. We got Kelly and Gordon in the house. Uh, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. So no, no, you do it. You're better. You're a faster typer. Hey, <laughs> it's all right. Hey, we're gonna punch up some meat hook in the vital organs. We're just gonna pick the first video at the top. There it is, right there. Meat, meat hook in the vital organs is right there. Oh, they're from Austin. Yeah, play the Austin stuff. Play the new stuff. Cause you know it doesn't have to be me. I know that's not all about. Hey, you got the sex crime official video. I guess I wasn't there at the electric church in. Uh, that's the first one I said I was gonna play it. So let's go ahead and just hit play. Okay, Lance, we're gonna play some of your music here. The new shit. This is the new shit. Stand up in a minute. Do you want it? Yeah. Do you need it? No. I don't know. Here we go. Meet Hook and the Vital Organs. We'll be back after this. Scarecrow up here. All right. What do we got next? What do we got next? Oh. I might be a prostitute, but I ain't no sex crime. I'm <laughs> 
I just want to say excellent job by you, Lance, if you're still watching. Um, and, and, you know, just, just out there. I just want to say good, congratulations. We got a beer out there? Hey, who's got a beer for me? I'm, I'd love a beer. We got a beer out there? <laughs> you know, I, you know, and Darby Crash used to say, give me a beer. And, you know, Darby was one of those heroes. Now, you kind of, the Germston thing didn't come up enough with the vital organs. Because, you know, honestly, I thought that we did have a lot of that with Pat Samir and, and Patty's two, two guitars named Pat right there. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Well, you know, it was like the cramps. That was something Lance felt like. And it was some, some of the songs really did have a real crampsy feel. Uh, obviously, the, the uh, Gigi Allen and, and Marilyn Manson comparisons were going to be uh, pretty, you know, not comparisons, but just those were influences. It was awesome, you know, because obviously those, both those artists are amazing. Hey, you know, it's better to wipe it than just leave it there. It's kind of like your butt, you know. Just make sure that you think it's white. You know, I just got... You ever just been fucking a girl in the ass and said, did you even wipe this morning? Oh, did I? Oh, dude, I do a check before that. <laughs> oh, you got to check. You do, you do the finger test, right? Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, we can hear it. What? what? What can you hear, Lance? What? What? We said we can hear it. What? Lance can hear it. Oh, hear what? Hear it. Know. What is it? He says he can hear Hey, I, I like it. I like you can hear it, and that's what counts. I don't know what it is. But yeah, you know, it's just, uh, you know, fucking allergy season here in San Francisco. If people party, you know, you, you have those days between. And, you know, those are worse, because then you're walking around with this snotty nose, and people are thinking, like, you just partied that day? I fucking and you did, that, And you dude. didn't party, right? And so, it's like, you're like, oh, great. You know, if I actually party, you wouldn't be saying anything, because I, I wouldn't have this, oh, just, you know, it's just, just tell the truth. Everybody out there, just say, why? Just who cares? Yeah. Who cares? If you did it, do it. The truth shall set you free. That's true. So like, we're saying it here first, Lance. I don't know you know about it. I guess uh, we might have lost it. The, the, the what? The NWO song. I don't know what he said. The next song. Uh, ministry? I don't know. Dan, I've been looking up. That one. Is that Ministry? Ministry, <laughs> NWO, brother. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, New World Order. Nice. Al Jorgensen, dude, I, I should have gone to a show. In, I used to hate him, but at this point, I really uh, think he's pretty funny. Dude, I went to um, Viper Room for right. a friend's show, and Al Jorgensen had a I had a uh, word of mouth show on Sunset Boulevard. Right. And uh, my friend's stripper roommate, who was dating a guitar player from Nine Inch Nails, she told Robin us, Fink, you're saying. Okay. Was it him, or was it, when, when, what year was this? This is uh, 2006. We're going to just set that in there. 2006. 2006, it probably wasn't maybe Robin Fink anymore. It he might changes. Have been, oh, no, oh, no, actually, it was. The original guy was Robin Fink. Then they actually got, oh, he ended up in Guns N' Roses. Did you know that? What? That's so weird. With a guy from the replacements. What the like, fuck? I know. Like, what was Axel thinking? It's like, I think all that therapy did not help. What the fuck? Right? I mean, think about it. You know, because it's like, but it was a very interesting event. Buckethead was in there. Buckethead, yeah. Yeah, but it was just one of those bands that was like, you saw all these people, but it never came to fruition. I think that's just like one of those lessons in life, really, because like, you know, we could talk about something. For example, me and Lance came up with a million funny skits. We, We didn't film one. I watched something he did with his new guy, I think his name Joey Slime or something. You know, and he was really funny. It was great. And, you know, Lance was just cracking up. I could tell he was drinking wine that day or something because he, he gets giddy and shit. I, I just could recognize it. Maybe he wasn't drinking wine. I don't know. He's clean and sober now. But, um, you know, it was really great. And it was like, it was, we never actually did any of it. So, like, that's why, even though there was a little bit of conflict, well, I was still going to follow through with Nancy. I just figured sometimes it's good to give it a little bit of time. For what? What? To kind of just, like, uh, you know, to continue on that movie because there was yeah. a little bit of tension, you know. So, I just, like. Where? 
Oh, forget it. I mean, Barb brought me some food. Barb is an angel. Get, get over no. it, Rox. What? I get over what? Nobody's mad. It's uh, all good. I was mad, so I'll leave it at that. I know, but I. You know, hey, you know we're not drinking any whiskey on the air. None, dude. We're on the wagon, sir. Oh, it's delicious. Um, I'm not meaning to be a rebel. I just have one. Rebel. So you know we're going to be heading down south. That's going to be a lot of fun. You know we're doing, we're, doing, we're going down. We're we're. We're kind of nearing the home stretch on the buying the land thing. Jeffrey St. Pierre, what's up, brother? Thanks for joining us. Seriously? Yeah, because like, like well, she's looks forever. You know, where? she's been. I don't know what I don't know where her sources are. It's in the Joshua Tree area. Oh, you guys, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Are you guys gonna live down there? Or? Wipe it or uh, you guys gonna stay here it. and then do both? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, you know uh, what? No. So basically, we, we're look, look, we got fortune cookies. These are very important. We're going to do this on the air. Me and Barbara Coke here. We're going to get her on on the camera. We, I well, you open these. We think they actually have meaning. I, uh, I don't know if it's true. Nancy no. and I do the same thing. And not mine yesterday was I would be getting a positive message. Uh, a positive. You know what? That's so. That's so specific. I had two fortune cookies like in a row. And so we're going to. First thing you got to do is like say when you get this. You got to eat the piece without even seeing it. Yes. Damn. We have, we have a lot, right? Similar superstitions. Oh it's absurd. Have one in it. That, that might be a good barb. Yeah, a barb I had two in a row. Two oh Chinese God. meals in a row. Mm. No fortune. It doesn't mean shit. It might mean something. But let's see. I thought it, I was worried. I feel Wait, somebody who can read. Can you, can Wait till you have two in a row. <laughs> hey, that's a good radio chewing on the air, right? Okay, okay here we go. Okay, here we go. Morsels. Mm. Pellegrino. Pellegrino is one of the great ones of our time. I'm pretty she is. I'm married to that. That's pretty cool, right? Okay, let's see this. How about this? Look at that. Oh, God. I'm just thinking about it. Oh, get on the mic. We got a mic for you. Yes, and it's on. Mm, they're all on. Yes, sir. Always. So look at this. Look at this. Oh, look at her. Pull oh, her my off. God. Oh, my God. Look. Man down. It was just like, well, look at it. Never mind. It's all good. Hey, you know, we were going to do something cool, and, and we still are going to do something cool. Are you talking about Jimmy Swagger? You no, know, if it wasn't mayhem, it, yeah, Jimmy Swagger got, just got wet. I think that uh, he was watching some child porn. Well, it basically funny. says <laughs> others. Jimmy As I'm got all up wet. This mess. Uh, you know what? Her mic's super hot. Can you drop that a little yes, bit? Thank Which you. one? Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank Dr. you for tuning Pepper in. Doctor Pepper and Water. Okay. Doctor Pepper says, and Water is yeah. okay. What is what does my okay, fortune says, say? We got Roxy's the lovely Barbara. Fortune Coke. says. Uh, Take off on my shirt. Right? Are anxious yeah, tight, yeah. to get to now. know you better. Others are anxious to get to know you better. I think that's true. Like, like true, yeah. as for open as I am, I think that a lot of people I do keep people in arms length in the sense that. How much do I really let them into my 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 heart and and everybody does? But and I mean, mine was empty, totally empty, classic. My heart is empty without, without you, babe. babe. Yeah, and uh, like to get to know you well. Yeah, like to get to yeah. Know you well. yeah, no, people do. You know, somebody we were, I saw something earlier. I just want to touch on it. Some guy get, bought a thousand Happy Meals and gave them to homeless people, right? Okay. So first of all, you say, isn't there better food to give to homeless? If you're really going to do a good deed, rice and beans. Yeah, rice and beans, like maybe some good meat. Like if, you, if you're into that kind of thing, Beans, right? Like chicken. go get some, go get some like uh, free range, you know, cook it up on your grill and say, hey, dude, I got some barbecue for you. I made it from my heart. They're homeless, buddy. They just want to take the wrapper off and eat it. No, they don't. Because the thing is, is like what I'm first of all saying is they gave it to adults, right? Mm -hmm. But they're, they're for kids meals. So why would you buy all those happy meals? For it, it's a hamburger, fries and a, and a small drink. Have you bought a happy meal ever? Dude, hell yeah. You're Mr. Happy Meal himself. Childhood, Kelly. dude. Oh, yeah, you have kids, yeah. Fries on the way home. Look at, look at him sitting on your foot, dude. I think I think your foot's sexy. He loves Rosie Ronaldo. and Ringo, dude. Yeah. You guys need to come back I over. think that, yeah, it's true, and we will. So, but it was weird, and I saw him handing it out. He goes, hey, one little, anything you could do to help people, right? That's said, you know, that's great. That's a great sentiment. But first of all, like, everybody you saw, he gave him, like, three Happy Meals. Instead of just buying him, like, one fat burrito. 
right? First, so first of all, I thought that was kind of like it was a lot of weight. And you know, McDonald's but politics are bad. That's a damn good argument, by the way. What? Burrito versus a Happy Meal. Yeah, absolutely. Or pizza. Like, go ahead and slabs of pizza out. You know, like good pizza from a fucking awesome pizzeria. Hey, dude, you make the good pie. Hey, Tony, don't make it too hot. I'm in a hurry. You know that kind of shit. You know what that? Who farted? You know, that's what they would say on these coasts. Because somebody would say, hey, Tony, don't make it too hot. I'm in a hurry. Because like, Ross, what? My first time in New York City. What? I'm at the Belmont Stakes. Okay. Yeah, we're talking Kelly Gordon here. And uh, I, I. What? You were in the horse races? Yes. We went what to are you, Bukowski over there? Yeah. You know that. Okay, so it. so the, I'm New Yorkers. Okay, we uh, take it. We talk about Pat Riley, Pat Riley, coaching the New York Knicks, in, in and, the cab, and later the, the Miami Heat president in the, in the cab on the way there. Right. And the first thing I hear when we get out of the cab and get in line, right? Hey Vinny, who fought it? Hey, you hey, fought. Vinny, who fought? Hey, Tony, you fought. I was like, I love New York City. There, there was a, pl- a place out by where my parents lived. They called, it was called Vinny and Tony's, and like, like that's like so stereotypical of uh, East Coast Italian. God bless the, the, the pizza was okay, but it wasn't fat. I thought that was a bread place right next door. Hey, yeah, it wasn't a pizza place. Nancy's it wasn't Sicilian. Oh, the place has the two brothers. You know what her two Does, brothers? Could she make me some pizza? No, she, that's what I care they, about. They used to have a pizza place in Brooklyn. Okay. Do you know what her two brothers named? Anthony and Vinny. Anthony, oh, absolutely. Roxy, Everybody thinks run, I'm dude. Italian, and I just might be. That's hilarious. They're all. You know, and we're gonna look for um the, these cool. Oh, there she is. There's we've got Jimmy Swagger, and he Jimmy did. Swagger. You know, it's called Anointed. It said basically the album's called Sweet Anointing by Jimmy Swagger. Okay, I'm officially now, scared. You mentioned your wife. Is she in the studio? Yes, she is. And her name's not Kelly Gordon. Uh, but hey, <laughs> there, there she is. There's the wife there. And hey, I did all right in the world, huh? For a kid who got fucking knocked around a little bit. You know some of my fucking, my story. More than a lot of people do. And it wasn't easy coming up around there. Everybody was really critical, pretty harsh. Um, you got through it, dude. Yeah, you get through it. But, you know, like if you grew up somewhere else or in a different time, like today, kids, if you're a little bit different, you're probably, uh, people try to be more compassionate. In that section of the country, it's a phony bullshit. You know, uh, it was true. No, no, they. I mean, it's not phony. I think it's cool that a kid that does. Maybe they they feel like they're they they want to make the transition. You know, there's a lot of younger people who are, are feeling that. I was in my first all gender bathroom the other day. Yeah, it was tough, dude. First all gender bathroom. You know, you ever been next to a girl that you didn't know taking a crap? I don't want to. I, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I just was basically like, it Ugh. probably didn't smell as bad as the guys. And and it was just not a big deal. Like she was in there. I was dying. What you do is if you're in those situations. Here, here's let me Let me share something with people. Go for it. What you do is you basically exude a, not, a completely benevolent and positive vibration that yeah. somebody feels like you're going to respect their space. And you're not somebody who really is going to sit there and make a woman feel uncomfortable. I you were going to say you're going to exude a benevolent poo. No, I wish I did, but I probably wouldn't poo in front of her. If I did, I'd just be like, oh, there it goes. Nope. Oh, just dropped, just, just, pin, just, just pinched a log. Yeah. Quick log. Well, no, I was pinned, I was pinched log, loaf. You know, um, but it was one of those things that's very, it's kind of new. And you go into some, certain clubs and it basically, there's just two toilets. And basically, hey, what's up, Albert? What's up, baby? We're talking about, uh, d- um, yeah, what is it? Uh, set, uh, what, what do you say? Bathrooms that have uh, both men. specific bathrooms. bathrooms. Yeah, a guy and a girl taking a crap All together. gender. You say, hey, do you got two fives for a ten? There's no toilet paper over here. Two people taking a shit, yeah. having a conversation in some bathroom, two strangers. That's Have you weird, ever had a conversation with somebody taking a crap? It doesn't take Hell me that no. long to take a shit. I just do no, it. No, but you if know I what? Shit, on this, I can I, let me know, I do want to touch on this. Like, we I took want, a, our last trip down south. Every bathroom I did was kind of like Glory Hole Central. 
I swear to God. That was really weird. It was weird. I walk in there, some guy would actually, they were peel off one piece of fucking toilet paper at a time. I could hear him tearing it. It was like a sink. First, he stood there in front of the toilet and didn't piss and just was standing in front of it for a second. I was like, I was trying to like, you know, knock one out, you know, just because. Yeah, dude, it it never really. It really didn't happen before this, but it was like almost every time I went in there, it was like there was some guy who basically you could tell that they were like, it was like a coughed. It was kind of like this thing that was. It was a little creepy, actually. Suck my dick. Or like, hey, I'm going to, you know, because like they, they have these set up. I've actually looked at the tiles. This is pretty funny. Or metal backdrops they have. And if you look into the tile, you can see the next stall and the guy, what he's doing. And I was like, who doesn't design that? How do you you know, do you, that? You, you can make the bracket go straight to the wall. Right. right and cool. they don't. Which is nice. I mean, I don't need, you know, I, I, I think it's one of those things people got to get over in life. Sometimes you have to do it. People in India, like one of the reasons I thought Barb was, was cool among many was that she went to India and like sometimes you just have to crap. Yeah, you, know? you, just, you just shit. It's but not you, a big deal you, or you take you, a bath you, with you people. You kind of learn know? how to pee and poop without exposing anything so you kind of lift. Well, yeah, they got these lungies where, on. Where, hey, where, where, we're talking where, about in India. Where'd you, where was, where India, you? in the, the country I, of India. Was, yeah, I've been to India. I was all over. I was everywhere. Mostly in the North India. Yeah. Mostly in uh, Madhya Pradesh. Did you did you ever use a, a restroom? I went to in Mumbai, mm. a meat, a steak place, right? It wasn't my choice. The bathroom, not of uh, paper towels and soap. No, it's a water. A bucket. Water, yeah, yeah, water. Yeah. I use water. I mean, it's clean. To, cleaner to use water it was than brown, it's used paper. Oh, well, God. Look, at, look at this have, conversation, how it's digressed. I mean, I don't know. Hey, you know, let's talk about positive usually things. there's a oh, faucet there. The and dead usually, dogs? Did you see the dead dogs oh, on the God. side of the street? No. Go. Well, yeah, some dead dogs, yeah. I'm going to pack there's, another fat bowl of the weed. The California the dogs, green's the best yeah, in the, uh, the world, probably. A mangy dogs. In there we go. Yeah. Packing thumbs up. Did you ever drink any thumbs up? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Did you ever have a thumb up your butt? I would get a fresh lime soda, though. Yes. No, I don't know. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly will not talk, admit, nor confirm, confirm or deny them. Have you had thumbs up rocks? Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, a thumb up my butt? Yeah. No. I mean, the, soda. the other thumbs up. <laughs> I don't know. I just. I, it's like Jolt, dude. What was the other one they had? Jolt? Up? What happened to Jolt? Limca. They went out of business. Limca. Limca soda. So, okay. Limca. Can you guys tell me about. Okay, King, let's, let's talk. Fisher beer. Okay, let's talk about India for a minute. Like I, Barb I, said, Barb said all the men there are just so horny. They're all holding hands. Yeah, um, they're holding they, hands. That, that's cool. Ronaldo, shut the I fuck would, up. I would say. Thank you. Sorry for sorry for screaming. And, there he is. It's a different Ronaldo. kind of learning curve how you deal with men in India. Yeah, that's true. Um, then and you have to go through the learning curve. Yes, and, you do. Um, you know, that's what I heard. You, you realize you you just and and you know I haven't been there for many a long years. Time. So a long time. Things could have changed and things could have updated quite. You know, like things have updated quite rapidly here in the States. So, you know, I don't really know. But when I was there, Californication had to realize that, you know, you can't look at men in the eye. Wow. You don't cover your shoulders. Uh, you have to cover your shoulders because That's your true. shoulders are, are like the breasts. So well, your even breasts think about like hanging out, but your shoulders your shoulders are. Is that true? So you can boobs can just be like just swinging if in you're the breeze. Bathing in the river. Yeah. You you cover your shoulders. You don't. But like, not your boobs. I mean, I covered everything. I just went in the river in my clothes. Look, I think I think Ronaldo likes boobs. I mean, he's like boobs, boobs. Yeah, I, yeah. Went, I went in the Ganga all the time. Yeah. Wow. The Ganga. Even in Varanasi. Where, so, where so, were you? Where, where oh, come on, you? Kelly. Let's not digress into any of these things. Anyway. It's interesting to you. Yeah. It's not you know, like, like when you read one of my subjects and like you say, I, it's I, not interesting. I know people out there, you want to listen to India. This is getting like, this, yeah, is, right. this is getting to, very confusing. I think here. we should play some music. Yeah, yeah. I would love to, but and, I know I actually. Should, uh, last thing, the, the guys all have oh, interesting oh, hairstyles. Oh, God. Here we go. They're all like have Nobody takes parodies. no for an answer. Why would I ever do that? Uh, you know, we got an oil change. Well, I am Here signing off. Uh, no, nobody's signing off. Okay, I am. Hey, you know, God, God is a bullet. I, I want to. Yeah, God is a bullet. Because, you know, have mercy on us, everyone. Okay. 
You know, we're going there. It would be good if God was a bullet more often. Is this live? I don't know. Gullet, God concrete blonde. God is a bullet. Roll them down, Jim. Love concrete hey, we'll be back tomorrow.
Now we're back on the air, I think. I don't know. Let's just check, check it out. They're listening to music. You guys are just seeing it. It's kind of like two separate shows you're having to juggle, which is kind of cool. This song's called So Alive, everybody. And, uh, you know, hey, if you don't know Love and Rockets, you ought to know them. It's cool. Don't know color your eyes are, baby, but your hair is long and brown. All right, we'll be back with more after this.
There you go. The professionalism never ends. Loving Rockets, so alive. We're going to just keep the amazing music just happening. And we're going to get some weed uh, going for everybody. I'd say a bud for That's going to be one of my running, uh, my slogans, uh, as I do for mayor of weed. It's going to be a bud for everybody. You know, like just, like, you know, because Jimmy Carter was like, a peanut for every American. There was kind of this joke about it. Jimmy Carter was amazing. A man like that just became president. And, you know, I was reviewing the great presidents and not so great presidents of our history. There's only been 45, right? That's not that many. Some of those guys were fucking total assholes. Racist. They were not about, they were about segregation. Segregation, that's it, right? Segregation, gradation. You know what I mean. Hey, we're smoking a lot of weed and we're feeling good about it. But, you know, these guys that we're supposed to celebrate when we're growing up. They were one of the presidents and the, who the 45 presidents were is one of those lessons I actually do remember from being a kid. They had actually each president up in our room in a, in a picture in their name. Millard Fillmore, you know, Howard, uh, who all those guys. God, why do I have to do that? And, you know, um, I was saying that just like it, uh, Donald Trump is not the first president who's kind of uh, an asshole. And you start out with the original guys, right? Like, like first of all, there's story, there's story ideas that Franklin Roosevelt engaged in this thing called, uh, oh, God, this is one of those moments. It's all right. But, you know, a hellfire club, that's it. And so, like, these guys did some satanic things, that, which led into the uh, Masons, Knights of Templar, and that turned into the Illuminati. Now, I'm not going to get into a big uh, conspiracy rap here because, you know, you got to take it all with a grain of salt. I've seen so much stuff in the last little bit because I'm kind of steeping myself in it because I find it interesting. And there's usually a grain of truth to most of these conspiracy things. There's a reason that people say these things. Not that, uh, you know, Rod Stewart, like, had the, 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 the jizz pumped from his stomach. Like, that wasn't a conspiracy. That was just a rumor. There's two, two kind of different things. But people are saying right now that, you know, a lot of shit's going on. I, I've seen stuff I don't even, I can't, I can't even repeat it all. It was just like human, people are eating humans. Uh, you know, it's like they're feeding you humans. Soylent Green is happening now in McDonald's hamburgers. Oh, it's just, it's just, uh, you know, one thing we saw this morning that was crazy. Man. I know it was like a little bit of like, but it's the same shit. We saw these people eating these live bugs, right? What's up with that? That's kind of crazy. They're like a squirming bug in kind of like this kind of vinegar sauce. And then he just pops in their mouth, bites off his head. And the amount of people that were offended by this was actually surprising. Now, you know, this is California, right? The bleeding heart. So we we're like, oh, this poor animal squirming in pain. And he's about to be like, who wants to get eaten alive? There are some people out there that really want to get eaten alive just so you know and there's a uh, famous book about this german guy put out some ads and then he went and fed and they they basically sat there and got off while the guy ate the other guy not just his dick either like it was kind of like this whole thing and it's like what have we become as a race now an animal might kill another animal and eat it but it's kind of different let's face it it's not like they're, they're getting some sexual pleasure out of eating and i, I doubt any of them have even t- evolved to that point that that's important to them to, to eat some animal. Because it's, it's not taboo to eat other animals in the animal kingdom. But for us to eat, be carnivores, it's uh, or, uh, basically uh, ca- cannibals. It's just, I don't even know what to say. I think that it's just mutated and devolved. And basically, uh, we're going to hell in a bucket, dude. And uh, so, so you might enjoy the ride if I have to say that. Hey, Carl, if you, I know you're not out there, but an old mutual friend of, that, uh, of me and Barb's from back in the day just kind of came across him. And that's another thing that's really weird. It's like when you see somebody all those years later, 20 years later or more, and it's like you're going, God damn, everybody, what does time do to us all? That's, all, that's my only thoughts on the subject. 
And he seemed like it was doing good, but it's kind of funny because you were right in the same place at a certain part in your journey. And then all of a sudden, you know, like uh, you see each other and then and your paths took very different turns. Uh, some of them uh, just are parallels in a different way. There's a song from that era just because it kicks so much ass. I played this the first song, I think. One of the first songs we did when Barbara came in. And she just rocked out in the kitchen. It was a lot of fun. I'm just, I'm just going to go to it. The song is called Somebody to Love by Jefferson Airplane. When the truth is found to be just a way to roll it right yeah they, well we, that was uh, Jefferson Airplane I'm gonna go to the next song you know it's still working out these kind of bugs my phone hasn't been charging it's one of those things where you're just like oh shit you just hit a button it wouldn't be a Roxy Roller production without just uh, doing dropping one of those there and it's one of those great songs and I just want to play this one because it just fits this afternoon so enjoy as well as Wind Cries Mary Jimi Hendrix
Jimi Hendrix, one of the all-time greats. I mean, rock and roll was invented by that motherfucker. Hey, Hugh Patterson, what's up, brother? You got to have to come on the show. I want to be on a... What do you guys call it? Late Night Sinners? No. It's Reality Check TV. You know, Ace does a great job. And uh, all those guys over there are just amazing. And they do a great service for the community. And, and just, you know, they, I, don't think I don't think they get paid. But I know that they work hard. And that's one of those things that you do, a labor of love. Just like this shit. I, mean, I actually have paying for this. So we'll see how it comes in the next guy. I mean, I might do them simultaneously. I'm planning on going independent and kind of setting up, uh, you know, just a radio station that I could do. Maybe out of my studio space, maybe sometimes at my kitchen table, but just have a, one of those um, 24-hour links and a live stream. And that would be cool, you know, so I could just set up all the mics and just do something maybe at my studio where people, we can broadcast live. That would be really cool. And I'd like to offer that kind of thing, just a, a unique kind of live um, recording. So uh, what do we play next? I don't even know. You know, it's one of those things. Uh, we're coming to the uh, the home stretch because I got to go to rehearsal. It's just uh, the, the people who are on usually after me didn't show up, so I'm just doing a little OT, just kind of putting on my community service here and bringing great radio to people. Live, having a live DJ is better than the um, nighttime playlist. The night play, time playlist is great uh, for what it is. Should we do two Jimmys? I think so. I don't know. I'm just kind of like it's just kind of there. We can kind of go with it. Uh, we got Jimmy Wade crowd. You know, I'm just gonna go with it. Voodoo Child. Let's do it. Right? I mean, if you don't like Voodoo Child, we can't be friends. That's just a fact. There we go. Oh, yeah. There we go. All right. There we go. Stevie Ray Vaughan. No, whatever shit. No training. Fuck it. I'm just going to get off it. No, I just want to go. Uh, you know, that rip, that rip happens and I don't give a fuck. We're going to go Fox on the Run Suite, right? Why not? We'll be back with more after this. <laughs>
All right, Fox on the Run. That was cool. I love Sweet. They were crazy. You know, none of Nikki Six from Motley Crue's favorite bands. This is the Roxy Roller, Roxy Roller Radio Show, and a little bit of OT. Having some fun. We were just here, so uh, I'm going to play a couple more before we go to um, rehearsal. You know, this, this is why, why not? we bring you some live choices. Hope you're having a great afternoon out there. One love, one heart. This is, uh, this is you're listening to Mutiny Radio. The number over here is 415-550-0511. If you uh, got a request... Just go ahead and call. We'll pick up the phone and, uh, and I'll play it for you. 278 121st Street. We do the show every week live. So if you guys want to just come by, hang out, watch the show live, we're going to have a next couple of weeks. We've got some great shows coming up. So if you want to tune in, it's 4 to 6 on Saturdays. It's, we're going to have Ron Greco from the band Crime. He's committed to being there. We are, we're also going to have Cameron Landers, who's in Eyes Like Ice with me, and Daniel Canope, and Barbara Koch, and uh, who else in the band? Josh Alves. That's, that's the outfit right now. And um, we're going to have uh, this guy named Jeff Sin. He's going to be in the house. So Jeff Sin, you know, we had a great conversation at 5 in the morning. It was cool. And, um, you know, it was just a, that's just the way I roll. You know, somebody's just there. You, just, well, you might not talk to him for a couple months. But it was like it was good. And, you know, he just told me that, you know, it's good to hear that you inspire people to be driven and get some shit done. Uh, there's so much I'm, I'm coming up right now. You know, it's like the retrograde's ending. What do you want to have happen? You know what I mean? It's like, if you don't believe in astrology, hey, that's cool. I can understand that. Like, But, uh, you know, it is kind of real. And for me, it's always been kind of a launch, uh, just a springboard into the next phase. Everything's kind of cyclical. They go through different uh, amount of times. Uh, three, three month cycles, not that long, but it really is a kind of time capsule. And during retrograde, you kind of go through this period where you take inventory. You kind of just like kind of go through things and make your plans for the next phase. That's if you want to follow that shit. But for me, it's like it's significant. It's also the spring one. It's Aries. Everything's fired up right now and ready to kind of like just go. If, um, you know, it's, it, all you can do is look at yourself you know, and see how the progress you're making. You can't really look and blame anybody else or any, anything else why things aren't happening. If you really want them to happen, which is half the game, like just finding that drive to actually put your ass on the line, put your money where the mouth is and get out there and do some shit. Like get some stuff done. And for me, it's like I've been wanting to up this game with the, with the show. I think we've made some kind of progress. But there's still a lot of improvements to be made. And uh, that, I know that's what I'm all about. So, uh, you know, hopefully all that stuff comes into, into play. Not trying to go into like this kind of, like, oh, you know, motivational speaker mode. Because that's not really what I'm trying about. I'm just trying to talk about ideas that go on in our minds. And it's like, and the mistakes we make. And just and also the chances we take and the victories that come along with that. Uh, being even willing to take a chance is a fucking uh, is becoming a commodity out here. And you know I'm going to take a chance here. We got it going. I don't know. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try to be. I mean, we'll see. We'll see the details. I'm probably going to get a lot of uh, uh, signatures. I guess that means something to the world, right? Uh, do a petition and go out try to be the mayor of San Francisco I like the idea so we're going to go through with that I don't think I'll get in office but I think I'll be able to share some ideas and actually cause a cause some stir in that fucking machine that needs to be shaken the fuck up and here we go we're going to go with this one cheap trick surrender right why not rock and roll
Oh, hell yeah. Surrender. This is a great track, huh? Yeah, so it's funny. I was kind of just kind of, I went from punk rock into kind of to, which this is really punk rock for a band like Cheap Chip. Okay, we're going we're gonna to roll out with these guys. Oh, yeah. You like that? Oh, yeah. So it's cool. A little bit of this kind of like, you know, just sundown. You feel spring coming up. And it's a kind of exciting, you know, because uh, it's this time of year where everything's possible. As opposed to kind of like middle of winter where nothing sometimes seems possible. And it all seems like the end. You know, back in the day, people died in winter. It was one of those things where, like, you made it through the winter. It was a lot of cold. It was a lot of hardship, starvation. Back in early America and all over the world, you just can't. You know, not the bounty of summer. The story of Persephone's was like very um, fascinating to me at some point, or at least I thought it really was just um, something I, I just, I, I can't really say exactly why it was, it, it had an impression on me. But you think about it, here's this guy, I don't remember how the devil, Hades, is that his name? Is it, oh, Hades is hell. Lucifer, whatever his name is. So he has like this girl, right? And all of a sudden she's like, she's there. And then she eats, of course, the pomegranate tree, which is the apple and the whole Adam and Eve bullshit, right? But then, like, they're starting to explain why there's winter and summer. So, basically, half the year when she come out in the world was dying without Persephone's in the world. So, basically, she had to come back for six months and keep it cool. But, you know, she ate those fucking seeds or some goddamn shit. And then, basically, she had to go back to Hades and hang out with the devil. You know, it's uplifting stuff they teach you as a child. I don't think it fucking makes a lick of... Uh, truth to it but i mean you know it is what it is and you know those greek myths were really important but you know just summer and just kind of like what makes it happen the world's turning kind of this whole thing with the sun da 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 but you know really it is really like a cycle that all humans go through i think all animals do all life does and it's that uh, death and renewal and some people get really scared about it you know for me i know it's going to be a process i go through i hit like the later months in the year and things just either start to fall apart deteriorate um, just run their course and like do everything I'd worked for the whole year seems to be breaking off like leaves on a tree just kind of like going through that process by the time springtime comes and you go through this kind of the barren months and those, those moments of truth where you're just looking at a sharp knife and you're not sure what you're going to do with it um, but it's not going to be good yeah it's probably self-inflicted stuff but then you end up oh and it's just those acid years I don't know I just the winter months were always tough and it's like, I was, I wondered what happened, but I saw it. And like the Phoenix, I rise up every year. So like, you know, at this point it's like, bam, you know, I'm going to be doing this kind of shit. I'm going to, and it's, and it's right now is the time. So uh, Mercury's just going out of retrograde. Time to smoke a lot of weed, drink some beer, enjoy life, but then also kind of get at it. What have you been thinking all winter you wanted to have happen? You want a garden? That's something to just, <laughs> there's all kinds of gardens out there, but you can like kind of set that kind of shit up. You want to, um, you know, just want to travel. This might be the time of year more to do it, depending on where you're going. And also, like, just like stuff professionally. So, I mean, for me, it's like, I'm just kind of shooting shit right here. You know, it's like some moments are better than others. Uh, but I love you guys for listening. I love uh, Mutiny Radio and the chance I had here to live my dream. Just kind of do a uh, radio show, curate it, have fun, have guests on there. And talk about shit that matters. Talk about really stuff that uh, the real, as opposed to the fucking facade. And uh, it's been fun with that. So, I mean, um, just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to go House of the Rising Sun. Where else could you go at this point, right? House of the Rising Sun, you heard it before, but it's going to sound all new to you right now. It means something different to me. And uh, hopefully to you, too. 
Love you guys. Play my my play a couple more, but uh, thanks for listening today. We'll be back next week as well. But if you want to roll out, it's cool. If you want to see what else I'm gonna play, I'm gonna do like a couple more. But uh, <laughs> we call the rising sun, and it's been the ruin of many a poor boy. And God, I know I'm one. was a tailor She sold my new blue jeans My father Saturday night, love yourself, love everybody else.
Give me, just give me, give me, give me a break a second.
dressed in black, she's a hungry child. No one knows who she is or what her name is. I don't know where she came from or what her game is. Hot child in the city. Hot child in the city. Together 
tossed the dice It had to be The only one for me is you And you for me So happy together the dice it had to be the only one for me is you and you for me so happy together the dice it had to be the only one for me is you and you for me so happy together so happy together and how is the weather so happy together we're happy He knows you ain't had time to learn 
what they'll do One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you Are you ready, Boots? Start walking.
supposed to get three million boxes of food and they gave the contract to one person who's a caterer and she filled 50,000 boxes the suicide rate and the mental illness rate in that uh, in Puerto Rico is, has been rising you know and this has been going on for months so they got 50,000 boxes so do we trust the government when they're gonna say we're cutting food stamps but we're gonna send the harvest box you can't even send emergency supplies to your own fucking province. Uh, so anyway, <clears throat> sorry. I just uh, but wanted to just stress. Don't trust the government. <laughs> They're not going to help you. They're going to help California? You don't think we're going to get a bunch of backhanded tweets from the President of the United States talking about sanctuary this and carry that or what, you know? How many minutes of your life do you even fucking think about sanctuary fucking cities, right? But if there was an earthquake, that would be a big priority. So, anyway. I'm just saying, like, Puerto Rico, the worst hurricane ever, completely blacked out. And our own president is talking about how they're bankrupt, and you know that's kind of brutal to the companies they owe money to. So I don't know what that has to do with an emergency. So, all right. So let me do a couple jokes. <laughs> hey, I just saw the Emoji Movie. Well, I, I tried to. I watched it on an old uh, DVD player, and all the characters were just boxes with little X's in them. How to use the words. Don't trust the government. <laughs> They're not going to help San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley, Alameda County when the quake hits. They're not. They're going to bring up sanctuary cities. So, all right. Thanks a lot. I'm my speaker. Bye. Um, that's real. I mean, we've been saying that for years, but Puerto Rico still getting more love than niggas. Um, 
When I black out, I don't get a call from the president. <laughs> Standards. Uh, let's lighten it up, shall we? So, Nazis. <laughs> you booing Nazis? That is, that is edgy. <laughs> You're on the cutting edge. Um, I remember when Nazis were in the past. I used to watch TV in my grandma's basement, same spot where my granddaddy died on the floor. I remember my cousins used to set fire to the carpet for fun, but my grandmother always, I uh, found out years later, blamed my grandfather because she thought he was falling asleep with cigarettes. <laughs> um, used to watch Gilligan's Island. And uh, I get, help me out with this. I, I get Dream of Genie and Bewitched a little confused. Does that happen? Like, I try to remember which one wiggled the nose and then one was married. Um, I wanted to fuck them both. I can't really. I think, actually, I think Nickelodeon is responsible for my bukkake fetish. You can't do that on television. Make some noise for Jason Matt. That intro, that was, oh, yes, thank you. Um, hey, so I'm on the radio right now? Yeah. Uh, I've never been on the radio before. It's kind of exciting. Uh, um, hey, um, so I'm from, I'm from Houston, Texas, um, so I might have an accent here and there. I was on the radio. Actually, I was on the radio once. I called into the radio, uh, country music station down in Houston and, and got them, I convinced them to play Kanye. That was pretty cool. That's a true story. It's just that's not a joke. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, uh, I appreciate y'all uh, putting me on, letting me play with the microphone. Um, so I, yeah, I got the. I got a. Uh, I just got back uh, into the game. Uh, I had a lot of death in my family and shit. And so a lot of people come back, like or like when someone you hear about athletes who have like a, their best game they've ever had in their life after a death, and or like comedians who like or like Richard Pryor, you know the greats, you know they talk about their death. And man, I couldn't do that shit, man. I got up, I was all angry. It was horrible. So. Um, I just got back to the game, and uh, I really appreciate y'all getting with me in here. Um, yes, mad love. Um, so I, I got a, 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 an audition in L.A., and I got to condense this shit down to three minutes. So I thought I'd waste a couple, and now let me try and squeeze this shit. And uh, this is usually five, but I'm going to try and... Oh, shit, here we go. Let's, all right. So uh, yeah, let me uh, let me just uh, get some quick round of applause. I'm sorry to just like get this cheaply, but I just have an announcement to make. Um, I have just passed for white, ladies and gentlemen. Can I get a round of applause, please? I just passed for white. Yes. No, this is this is my first time. It's exciting. Like I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like I'm, I'm gonna go like wine tasting. Like I'm gonna like get. I've already changed my status on Indeed. Like I'm I'm excited. Like this is my first time. Like. Like, no, seriously, like, I, I can, uh, people on the radio, y'all can't see me, but, like, I can pass for a lot of things, man. Like, I passed for black before. I've actually passed for black. That was uh, in Texas when I got pulled over for a speeding ticket, and he just checked black. I just, I, I don't know. So I'll just accept that one. Uh, but I've actually, I've passed for Asian. Um, different folks who don't, who can't see me, um, the radio folks, I, I look like uh, a mix between Oscar De La Hoya and Manny Pacquiao, if they could... <laughs> See, they laugh, so that's how you know it's true, ladies and gentlemen, on the uh, airwaves. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I, I could pass for Asian, obviously. Uh, Asian Asian girls, it's hard to talk to Asian girls because they're into that, that house music shit, man. That It's hard. You got to time it right, right? You got to catch them like double dutch. It's like double dutch jump rope. You're like, oonts, 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 oonts. Jumping, hey, girl, how you doing? My name is Jason. Oonts, 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 oonts. Hey, girl, what you doing after this? Oonts, 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 oonts. Yeah, that was, man, I'm way down, condensed that sucker. Um, hey, I uh, really appreciate y'all, man. Um, my name is Haha Cinto on, on the uh, internet. Uh, appreciate y'all. Yeah, um, I remember when I was a little kid, one time my mom took me for ice cream. And uh, she got me some chocolate ice cream on a on a cone. We stepped outside, and I licked it one time, and it fell off and just hit the ground. I was like, my mom was too strict for me to cry, but I was fucking bummed out. She was like, sorry, honey, I don't think I have any more money. But then she, she found like a five or something in her jacket. She went back inside. Bought me another ice cream. This time, she licked it first. She like pressed it down firmly on the cone so it wouldn't fall off. And uh, she did that for the rest of my childhood. Yeah, just uh, it was like a ritual we had. I think that's why I'm obsessed with deep throating. Make some noise for a toothbrush. <laughs> How do I follow that? Those are my ninjas, y'all good? A little tired today. Uh, working all day. I do Postmates. You know what that is? Postmate, the shitty job. Uh, people just fucking run on me. I got an order today. Plan B and a condom at the same time. I drop it at the office. Make up your fucking mind, man. You might want to nut it before. <laughs> the fucking weird shit. Some people just order donut from 7-Eleven to cater to them. Don't make any sense, man. It's a 99 cents donut. Cost you eight dollars. In the end of the day, don't make any sense. And a motherfucker lives, you know, block away. He could walk. Don't make any sense, man. Obviously, I'm Asian. I'm tired of Asian people. I'm tired of defending them. I love noodles and rice. Because rice, especially, could go with anything. Rice go with rice. I'm tired of defending my people sometimes, man. So anyway, earlier today, I was dropping off my Plan B in a condom at the office. And uh, I saw my profile, and some like thing was just moving. So I looked. That was a big old white SUV running to the pole for no reason. There was no traffic light. There was no car or nothing. Just intersection was clear. The motherfucker just running to the fucking pole. And uh, she came out from the car, happened to be Asian. I guess we don't know how to drive. I'm tired of myself, man. Tired of my own people. I'm tired of defending ourselves. I made a fucking joke that uh, how 
we don't know how to drive was started from the music they made it up that was a rumor yeah <laughs> that was a whole joke I'm tired of defending them man how come you never seen an Asian people person in a car insurance commercial you never seen it because we're on the bitch and we don't want to embarrass ourselves I made that up I'm tired of defending our people man tired and she came out crying like bleeding and shit I didn't feel sorry for her Bitch, you're doing too much. Um, and another drop off today. That was a little weird too. Uh, is it weird for me to say Happy Black History Month? No. No? It's okay? Okay. Room for black uh, white folks, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm I'm Japanese and I was born and raised there, and uh, so I drop it off. This white lady told me Happy New Year. <laughs> it's Chinese shit. I got nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I say Happy Black History Month. I told her that. I got the lights, so I gotta go. Thank you. Bro, I couldn't understand your accent. You call me a nigger? What happened? <laughs> What's going on here? We're going to have to check the tape on that one. Um, your next uh, comic, I have to say, is one of my top five favorite types of oral hygiene. Make some noise for mouthwash. my new stage name what's up guys um so is your so your stage name is toothbrush that's fucking fire dude that's fire um i will say uh so you guys were talking about shootings i will say uh that uh whenever there's a school shooting it's one of the few times that i actually pray okay i clasp my hands together and i i just pray i'm like please please let the shooter be white uh because i have a fire facebook status already pre-written and it would work better if he's white. Uh, okay, cool. Um, guys, I went and saw Black Panther. Yeah. Anyone else seen it? It's like the blackest shit I've ever seen, ever. What's up? What's that? Is that another, is that a blacker movie? Yes. Fuck, all right. I'm, be I'm being exposed. Um, <laughs> no, nah, man, it was the blackest shit I've ever seen. Uh, I was in line, black people were so happy, dude. It was, that was like weirdly happy, you know? Like you don't see, like when was the last time you saw happy black people in San Francisco? You know, it doesn't really happen, right? Like when was the last time you walked by 10 black dudes just smiling like, you know, it doesn't really happen here in San Francisco. Um, I had to check my phone. I was like, did OJ kill another white girl or something? Like people are very, people are stoked. Um, but uh, dude, it was a great movie. Uh, white people were taking L's pretty much throughout the entire movie. Uh, won't ruin too much, but uh, the first white character was introduced about 10 minutes in, died 90 seconds later. I was like, oh shit, all right, we're, do we're doing this. Um, part of the movie, so Michael B. Jordan's character, his plan was literally, I mean, literally to kill all white people, okay? Like, that's, that, that was like a legitimate part of the plot. And he had this whole, yeah, no, it was serious. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, this bit's a lot longer. I'm going to bail on it. No! Basically, we're, the the bit was going to be how. Uh, never mind. No, it's cool. Uh, I think a lot of people complain about cultural appropriation. Uh, I'm fine with it personally, because um, like I play golf. You know what I'm saying? Like I appropriate the shit out of out of white culture. Do I talk about stocks? You know, I date an Asian girl for a bit. You know what I mean? So like, if I can talk about stocks, I think a white girl can wear cornrows. That's just me. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys agree? Disagree? No. no? Okay. It's not just white people too. It's like. Uh, so the other day I was playing so uh, soccer in the mission. This uh, Hispanic dude slid tackled me. I got in his. It was like a dirty play, and I got in his face. And he's like, "What you gonna do about it, nigga?" And he said that to me, and I didn't know how to feel. Right? Like most black people, I think would punch him in the face. But I, uh, there's a themed party coming up, uh, and I want to wear a sombrero, so I was okay with it. So uh, I think it's just kind of a tit for tat kind of thing, guys. Huh? Whew! All right. Uh, it's good to be here in Mutiny. Um, what else? Those were the two new ones. Oh, um, so the girl I invited to hang out on Valentine's Day uh, had a girl's night, uh, which means I'm the side bitch. <laughs> Anyone else here the side bitch in your relationship? No? Yes? I'm okay. With, I mean, I'm okay with it because she's like pretty hot, right? You, know, you can't always be a starter is what I'm saying, you know? Sometimes you got to come off the bench, right? Wait for an injury. Wait for some of the stars to get tired. All I'm gonna say is like, as long as I'm getting playing time, I'm okay with being the Andre Iguodala to this girl's pussy, all right? I, you know, get my minutes, get a good 16 minutes a game. I'm cool with that, dude. Um, cool, guys. Um, half German, half black, uh, which is uh, why I'm so confused. Um, I used to get bullied by this Jewish kid. He used to call me a Negro Hitler, which I thought was mean. Right? Um, and I never knew whether like beat his ass or apologize, you know what I'm saying? Because call me a Negro is pretty racist, uh, but the Germans did do the thing, so. Uh, he also had a pretty good zinger. He said, uh, if I was in charge, the Jews would have survived because uh, the Holocaust would have started late. And I actually thought that was pretty funny. Uh, so uh, yeah, I gotta give, that, gotta give him that one. Um, I'm also, uh, so like I said, I'm biracial. Um, I'm a, I'm a proud mulatto. I'm trying to bring that word back. How do you guys feel about that? Good, yes, no? Do it. Yeah, do it. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m.
Life brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army in your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. 
Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. A.M., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shot. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Test, 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 test. Staple since 1975. Test, 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 test. For all Test. your space chickens. Checkity check, check, check. Go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com.